It is lights out and away we go. Hello, racers. Welcome to episode 35 of the Harder Soft F1 podcast. We're back, and I'm your host, Adrian Huff, and I'm joined, <clears throat> excuse me, by my co host, RJ McCullough. What is up, RJ? Yes, yes, we are back, and it is episode 35. That's flown by so far. Uh, we got yes. a lot to talk about today, so we're not going to waste too much time, but yeah, it's good to be back talking to you on the same. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, recording this week. Um, so yeah, we got <laughs> some Vegas stuff to talk about. We got Brazil to talk about. Uh, but first, I guess we'll just jump into the weekly goings-on with the driver rumors, which now is down to basically Ricardo and Haas. Uh, there's been some slight rumors <clears throat> on both. So um, the latest on Ricardo that I've seen is Toto said uh, basically that Mercedes and Red Bull are kind of both in talks with him to be there to take like a reserve driver role for next year um yeah so that's uh i guess our teams are going to be battling it out for danny so that'll be uh something interesting to follow and then the latest on haas is i don't know there's one guy that's saying it's pretty much a done deal that uh halkenberg will be back and mick will be out so do you have any thoughts on either of those um i think it's <laughs> it's it's mixed emotions that uh daniel is potentially going to be red bull's reserve driver that is i mean there's just a lot of history there i mean as a red bull fan yeah i love it i the possibility of daniel driving red bull again like i would love to see that even if it's just one time even if poor old sergio was to get covid in brazil i'm just kidding (laughs) uh but ha uh haas yeah nico's definitely replacing mick and uh, did you did you happen to see the the quote that Gunther or or that Gunther quote <laughs> on the F one subreddit? Uh, essentially, that he like he doesn't give a shit or something like that. What people think? He's he said, deal with it. Oh okay, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. Same. I mean, pe- that's why people love Gunther is his sort of like fuck off attitude. I mean, which is true. That is how the sport is. I mean, I love Mick. But he hasn't really put in a result to warrant keeping the seat as sort of disappointing as Haas has sort of always been. Even though they've done a little bit better this year, they've actually got points. But still, it's definitely mixed emotions for both of those. Yeah, I mean, I would obviously like to see Mick stay in F1. I think this doesn't mark necessarily like the end of his career in F1. He could certainly come back in one year, two years, three years, however long it may be. But um, I don't know, I guess... Since they're just wanting to be a midfield team, if you were to say, like, was, if Hulkenberg were in the car this year, would they have got more points? Like, yeah, they probably would have. Um, so I guess if that's their issue and mix crashing, um, it's just going to be weird, like, if you were to go back a few years and say, like, Haas' lineup, it's going to be Hulkenberg and Kevin Magnussen in 2023. Uh, probably wouldn't believe you, but, I mean, here we are now with that. And then, especially then throwing in... Danny Rick being a reserve driver for Red Bull or Mercedes. Uh, so, yeah, those are kind of, I guess, things we kind of talk about every week. But uh, mm-hmm. there's always new, new news on them, it seems. So, something that we... Can... Yeah. Can I just say that you... Pretty much, you, you predicted this months ago. Because we yeah. posted uh, a YouTube short and a TikTok. You can follow us at HarderSoftF1. Uh that 
it was the infamous suck my balls mate clip <laughs> and we reposted that and <laughs> you uh you put you actually uploaded that and you said imagine their teammates in 2023 which mm-hmm. back then i was like oh low-key definitely not gonna happen but like look look where we are now like you yeah. for sure called that shit like literally months ago like I'm going to look up the timestamp for that, actually, So while yeah. we move on. But, but just between them two on the grid together and then Akon being with uh, Gasly in the same team. So Netflix has just got to be licking their chops, <laughs> especially because even Helmut Marco, even though I don't believe the word that comes out of his mouth, Helmut Marco even said that Mercedes is going to be much more competitive next year. So, I mean, he's probably just, you know, probably just another troll from him. But um, I'll take something positive coming out of his mouth. Because when I saw it first, <laughs> Red Bull says on Mercedes, I was like, oh, no, here we go. And it was a, kind of a good thing. So, yeah, well, you right. looked up that timestamp. I think it was a couple months ago. Um, we've talked recently about the F1 movie that Brad Pitt's making. Uh, so there's been a couple quotes that are coming out about it. And actually, I wouldn't bring it up usually, but it sounds pretty exciting. So um, I'm going to kind of go quote by quote until you interject with, the timestamp. Uh, so the first one, I mean, this one's got to be taken with a grain of salt because it comes from Lewis and he's involved in the movie. But he said he's already he's called it. He's already called the movie the best movie, the best racing movie that's ever existed. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, it's a bold statement. Yeah, bold statement. Uh, but I mean, it is being made by the guys that made Top Gun, Maverick, which was amazing. Um, so Frederick Vassar, the Alfa Romeo team principal, he said it could be a mega step forward for F1 in general, um, as as Netflix did a couple of years ago with Drive to Survive. So that's pretty big uh, praise. Um, Gunther Steiner said he was particularly impressed by the technology they were using. Uh, they used it to do Maverick. I didn't know that this existed. So I think they are the best and out there at the moment to do something like this. Uh, it's very good. Doing things like this to this caliber of people, blah, blah, blah. Just typical Gunther comments. What else do we have? Um, Andreas Seidel, McLaren team principal, commented on it, saying a bit of Top Gun style, which I think for Formula One will just be great for the fans, for the sport, for us teams being involved as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to that project, seeing it, first of all, coming to life next year for us, when it's actually happening, and then seeing the movie later on. And then I finished by saying uh, there's suggestions that the film would be shot during F1 weekends in the second half of the 2023 season. So that could be kind of cool if they're uh, <laughs> using like shots from on track um, and getting like on cams and all that to use in the movie. Dude, yeah. It sounds like they're trying, like from what they're saying, um, the, the technology stuff they're using that they use in Top Gun. So it's going to be, it's going to at least look and sound pretty cool. Whether or not the storyline is like, mind-blowing or that great remains to be seen. But yeah. those, like I said, I wouldn't have brought it up if it didn't seem like uh, like they're actually going out of their way to say um, some pretty good things about it. So that's exciting at the very least. Mm-hmm. Is is it Hamil- is Hamilton a producer? Yeah, he's a producer. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely super excited. I I think like I haven't seen Maverick like in the theater. I I didn't go see it unfortunately, but I've seen lots of clips from it. Obviously, but I mean I haven't got to experience the full film, but. You know, obviously the the reputation that you know it got has just been absolutely out of this world, and like some of the some of the shit that they do in those movies and the Mission Impossible films is like so crazy. So 
Yeah. That with Formula One is like going to be so sick. I think them saying that it's going to be the level, it's going to do to Formula One what Drive to Survive did in like North America. They're, it's going to achieve the same thing. That is to me is just like hype mm-hmm. talk. Like, yeah, that is that's like like come on, why why <laughs> why even why just 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 talk about how cool it's going to be. Like, why are we comparing it? That, like they, that's stuff that gets me excited when, though. But I. For sure, that, that's what it's meant to do. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. But you know, I'm, I'm. I guess I can't fault them for that because it's just you know, it's it's movie talk. But is there a? So okay, so I was going to say, is there a release date? But you said it's going to start. They're going to get shots during the latter half of next season. So I can't imagine it'll come out sooner than 2024, 2025 at the latest, maybe. Yeah. So, sounds like that. Long time. Yeah, but we're talking about it right now. So when we eventually go see it, we do. Here's the thing: we might get invited to the premiere by then. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's gonna take that long for that movie to come out. It could happen. Never know. Could happen. Fingers crossed. That's where we'll meet Toto Wolf <laughs> on the red carpet. Oh, man. But yeah, I think. Uh... Yeah, it'll be also funny to see like if they're filming it next year. There'll be people in the movie doing roles in formula one that they'll be like behind the scenes but then in a few years they may not be in formula one anymore so it'll be kind of funny to for like diehard f1 fans to kind of point out people that are in different roles or whatever wearing different uh (laughs) you know in different paddocks or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. um but yeah on the topic of lewis hamilton um there was a quick well two quick things i watched um there was a it's called through the visor something like that through um there's a like he retold his version of last year's Brazil race, which was like the my favorite race I've ever watched. Uh, he said it was one of his best races ever. Um, just th- from starting twentieth uh, to getting up to fifth with the sprint race, and then having to getting another good penalty back to tenth, and then beating Max, and the way it all went down. Um, yeah, some really cool uh, quotes and stuff from his perspective. Um, kind of hearing how he, he went about Max, kind of pushing him off track on. Uh, the one lap and then kind of like dummying him into a move on the next lap um, just some kind of funny stuff there and there was one moment he was talking about uh, like how he passed Checo and then Checo passed him and he's like yeah and then I went to pass the 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 Max's teammate like he, he completely forgot Sergio Perez's name so that was kind of <laughs> interesting like <laughs> he was just thinking like was was that was that Gasly was it Albon like <laughs> but yeah so anyways, that's worth a watch, like eight minutes, but uh, it's cool, like behind the scenes. So it's cool to hear like driver's perspective of like how they pulled their moves and like, oh, I took the outside angle because I forced him to the inside because I knew I'd have, I'd be able to gain more speed if I took the longer way around, blah, blah, blah. So just yeah. kind of cool stuff from that perspective. But um, he also um, was asked like what, where the hammer time quote came from. And it was nothing like uh, extravagant. It was just that when his like radio guy would tell him to like to push and he'd be like, oh, I am pushing. Um, they, he eventually just said like if like if you mean just like not just go all out but like give it absolutely everything no matter what like don't hold anything back then say hammer time but anyways the, there was a quote that came from it that I liked um, so he was just talking about his like radio guy uh, he said he's probably one of the few people that I can tru- that that can truly stand by me I would say on the good and bad days except for Roscoe <laughs> so I like that he <laughs> I like that he just had to throw a throw his dog in there. That's that's nice. I always like uh, like a uh, comment about the dog. But 
Yeah, we love Roscoe content. I love all the all the posts he does there. I mean, that dog has like nicer clothes than I do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that dog's living. <laughs> the, like, also, the spa treatment. I also, and... would, I want to just pet Roscoe, just as a dog lover. <laughs> just want to love him. I know his his uh, was it coat looks so soft. His fur, he's so well taken care of. Um, <laughs> we need to we need to start marketing Bogey as <laughs> an F an F one dog. So we can get Bogey and Roscoe to meet one day. Oh, I know. I need to get her some like dog Lewis Hamilton merchandise. Put that on. Take if some pictures. Tag Lewis in them. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what you have to do. That's, that's the new plan. <laughs> I right, love mom, it. Mom, if you're listening, let's get on that. She listens. How would she react to meeting Roscoe? Do you think? I don't know if she'd be more excited to meet Lewis or Roscoe. Um, probably Lewis. But she's a huge dog lover as well, so I don't know. That's a good question, Mom. You'll have to let us know because I know you're listening. She uh, listens to every episode. <laughs> All right. I make myself sound like more of a loser. But anyways, here we go. Love you, Mom. No. Okay, here we go. On to the next topic. That's enough talk about my mom. She's going to be so happy. Uh, okay, so now I have a question for you because we're going moving on to it. Vegas now. We're moving on to Vegas. Okay, let's do Take it. Take all my Lewis stuff out of the way. So, well, <laughs> this kind of ties into Lewis. But, so Vegas, the big show... The, I guess, one-year precursor to the Vegas race. Um, the big unveiling party show. So, Lewis Hamilton was there. Russell, sorry, George Russell was there. Blah, blah, blah. And Checo was there. So, the two Mercedes drivers and the one Rebel driver was there. Max, there's no way Max wasn't supposed to be there. Like, what? As Mr. Rebel, what is your explanation for this? I mean, uh, it's kind of a little bit I rude. Know, honestly. Up. Like, what else was he doing last week? I'm not sure. I I have no idea how the logistics logistics excuse me work as far as the PR team. Because I mean, there was even that moment where I don't. I'm trying to remember the exact moment where they asked Sergio basically. Oh, it was about him talking to Sky Sports. I I yeah. can't remember if it was George or Lewis. They asked him if he was allowed to talk to him, and he was like. He's like, they're not here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it would be <clears> – <throat> it would have been sick if Max, excuse me, had been able to make it, but I have no idea. I mean, his his family has been <laughs> the, the, F, the, the Lewis Hamilton subreddit and the Formula One subreddit love to talk about the Paquettes, which, I mean, I get it. They say some pretty out-of-pocket shit, so, I mean, maybe it had something to do with that. It definitely didn't, but, uh... <laughs> I was in some hot water. Yeah, exactly. I shouldn't have even brought that shit up. <laughs> Max, I'm so sorry. I know you're listening, but come on, man. I'm your biggest fan. Don't be too hard on me. I don't know. I think it was obviously a big, uh... It was obviously a big moment for, for F1, uh... If, mm-hmm. if for Lewis Hamilton to show up. And George and Checo. I mean, they've already wrapped up the driver's title and the constructors. Just would have been nice for Max to do something PR related for, for sure. F1. He was always taking the like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to do Netflix. I'm not going to talk to Sky Sports. I'm not going to go to Vegas. Like, you're making like fifty million dollars <laughs> a year here, pal. Maybe show up once or twice. <laughs> your your Max sounds pretty close to your Lance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not too. They have similar facial structures, I guess. Yeah. AKA ugly. <laughs> and that's 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 like half the grid yeah i know they kind of all have like narrow faces um 
They do. But yeah, so for the people that did show up. Tiny men. Those that did show up. Lewis put on a show. He was doing donuts uh, in the safety car, in the Mercedes car. The Mercedes car um, has a really cool, like, neon lights underneath it that obviously they would never use in a race, but it looked really cool. I don't know if you've seen uh, the videos of that. That looked really cool. Um, what else did they have? They had, like, a cool drone looked show. Um, yeah, they could drone of, like, an F1 car. That looked really cool. Yeah, the Mercedes car was really sick. Uh, yeah, George and Lewis there. They drove through, and this was just, like, a... This wasn't part of, like the track or anything obviously i don't even know why i bothered saying that <laughs> but there's they drove through part of the casino um so that's just kind of like a cool video just to imagine yes. sitting there and you see like a red bull f1 car just rip through a casino um <laughs> but uh i just lost my house Sergio. <laughs> yeah and <laughs> i feel like just the like the wind that would really drag like whatever comes off the car would just like all the um chips and everything would just go everywhere It'd be kind of cool um but yeah, the uh, I guess main takeaway aside from I do want to get up into them messing up the starting line because that was funny. But I guess the main takeaway was I kind of asked them, and I don't really know how much of the track, like the preview track, or whatever they actually drove, um, but they mm-hmm. did drive like a bit of what is going to be the track, and they did have some updates to the track. Like there's a chicane they put in, um, but basically the first or the only like actual real impression I heard was uh, George Russell. Um, he said that, and I'm paraphrasing here, uh, he basically said that it's not going to be a fun track for the drivers, but it's going to be a fun track for the fans to watch. So I don't know if he's just saying it's going to be shit, but it's a good spectacle, or if he's just saying, like, it's a street track, so, like, realistically, it's probably going to be kind of hard and, like, bumpy maybe a little bit. Maybe that's why it's going to be not fun for the drivers. I hope he doesn't right. just mean it's going to be, like, just shit, but it's a bunch of Vegas, so it's going to be a spectacle. What would you take by that? I'm, sh- I mean, maybe he means it's just like a, a like a difficult track to drive. Like it's definitely a spectacle for sure. Yeah. Uh, the race itself is going to be like, I mean, that is like for sure the most going to be the most anticipated race, just as far as a spectator goes next year. So I mean, he's not wrong there, but I mean, the wind, like you said, in Vegas is pretty tough i mean it's it's like flat desert you know it's it's gonna be some pretty tough wins so i imagine it is gonna be like i i can't imagine it'll be knock on wood but you know like a completely incident free race at least as far as like a a yellow flag or virtual safety car or something like that goes because just from, I mean, the layout itself doesn't necessarily look like too, too rough. I mean, what the fuck do I know? But I imagine that from a technical standpoint, it could definitely be one of like the more tougher tracks to drive because yeah. they said the same thing about Miami. So right, right. My, I guess I'm, the U.S. just has some like tough fucking tracks. Yeah. I mean, I hope it uh, kind of lends more to tough in the same way coda is tough not tough in the same way miami was tough because mm-hmm. i think we can as much as that was a great spectacle and kind of a fun track to drive on the video game maybe not the best for a f- inaugural miami grand prix in terms of the actual race but that's okay because you gotta start yeah, somewhere um for sure in the tr- in the game though phenomenal <laughs> i love driving it but yeah i'd imagine it'll be in vegas like even though it's a night race it'll still be humid uh could be pretty windy and then there's a lot of like just different elements left to deal with. Like I don't even know like would all those lights 
like all the lights of the strip and stuff would that bother them i have no idea um but yeah there i don't know if you also saw it's gonna look cool oh yeah it'll look cool like on the on their cams and stuff but i don't know if it'll affect their uh, visibility um i just remembered also i saw a video of lewis at a nightclub like djing or like beside the dj dancing um in vegas one of the nights and then i didn't see it at first but i saw some of the comments and i went back and looked and his dad was up there beside him just giving it on the <laughs> like between lewis and the dj his dad was up there his anthony or whatever his name is he was just going to town yeah. so that was kind of cool to see uh good moment between them but also kind of that funny. fully but tracks they're both like so it's like a lewis is like a 40 year old man and then his dad's like i don't know early 60s probably <laughs> stuck there yeah. in front of like that, thousands I mean, of people at a club in vegas mm-hmm. but hey. i mean that is your i mean they have like a an extremely like strong father-son relationship yeah i mean it's, it's gone through I some mean, ups and downs but it's it's strong definitely yeah. it's it's definitely a parallel from uh yos and max uh, did you did you watch the the David Letterman episode? I did, yeah, yeah. With Lewis Hamilton, that was really that, cool stuff. Yeah, we talked about that mm-hmm. weeks ago, like towards the beginning of the season. But it it is uh, so good, highly recommend it. Some great footage, and you get a lot of insight into Hamilton's life. Uh, David Letterman is just a really really good interviewer. Yeah, Big fucking surprise. It's like he did it for. 50 fucking years or something <laughs> right but yeah he actually seems to care um when he's yeah interviewing, for sure which is, which is good um did you see the starting line thing because it's a little bit hard to explain it, other than like very basically but did you see the messing up the starting line uh i did not i did see all the donuts and all the the checo and george and lewis footage but i have i did not see the starting line okay so i'll try and explain it like very simply basically they had a bunch of like CEOs and rich people and important F1 people. Sorry, I just had a fly in front of my face. Um, there and they were each supposed to like put down a stamp that was going to mark like a checkered flag on the starting line, like to be black or white, and it was going to make a checkered flag starting line. Um, so they each had their one stamp, and uh, somewhere along the line, someone messed up what they were supposed to do—a very seemingly simple task. But uh, I'll put pictures in the video of what they did to the starting line it's not like egregious or anything but they're gonna obviously have to replace it because it's just not a checkered flag uh in certain spots um they fucked it up so somehow (laughs) when you put rich people involved in things with f1 they just can't do it because people were making a lot of comparisons to the tim cook waving the flag a couple weeks ago in fact i think tim cook was there uh so he should just maybe stay away from f1 maybe don't Mm -hmm. get like an an apple f1 team would be pretty cool but it's it's so strange to me. I know we're getting I know we're kind of heading to the end of the <clears throat> excuse me, the Vegas talk, but something that has also come up pretty recently is the cost of the event. Now, um there there is uh they've been opening like lots and lots of F1 like merchandise stores. They they've opened like a simulator type place. They just opened up uh, a simulator bar. Uh, in London, it's yeah. apparently outrageously priced, but really oh, cool. But uh, big surprise—that's the whole. That, that's what I'm getting to. The 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 prices are outrageous. Like yeah. in Vegas, like the tickets and somebody on the subreddit posted the actual layout. Like it's color coded of the sections of seating, and the actual 
like admission ticketed seating is covering like such a fucking small part of the track like they are not going to be able to sell that that many tickets and that's why tickets are literally costing like 10,000 fucking dollars to go watch an F1 race so that's that's sort of like a problem to me uh I know we're we're we are gonna really try hard to get some press passes to the races Mm -hmm. uh sort of like you were able to with the IndyCar race Mm -hmm. this year but it is just like that is that that's the sad thing is that like as uh ambitious uh or as 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 ambitious as we want to be like F1 commentators or whatever, you know, podcasters, whatever the term is, that's the only way we really have a chance to go to these races. I mean, you went to Montreal, Mm -hmm. but you even said it yourself, the price raised from last year to now is unbelievable. Yeah. And that's just, and that's like, yeah. And that's just like Canada and (laughs) all the U S I mean, I guess Austin is probably around the same as Montreal, but Miami and Vegas, you're not getting tickets to those. Yeah. Unless you fucking own like <laughs> a fucking car dealership or uh a tech company, like I don't know, like are you unless you are a, a well-off person. So yeah. I I think they're uh, yeah. All right, I, I think things are being really short-sighted cuz they've got in all these new fans, so they're obviously just trying to make mm-hmm. the raise get like raise the price as high as they can cuz they know people are going to buy it cuz they want to experience it. But once you go and you get shafted, like, and you spend, like, a shit ton of money, when you look at to go again next year, you're just not going to be able to, especially if they keep raising the prices. And that, so they're going to lose a lot of these fans, or maybe not even lose them, but kind of it puts a damper on it. Like, you don't want to be, and I know they are sort of an elitist sport, I guess you'd say, um, just because, like, the barriers to entry. But, like, you don't want to just price out a lot of these new fans that are extremely mm-hmm. passionate about it, obviously. And that's unfortunately sure. what it looks like is happening like everywhere across all of F1. Like it's happening in Europe too. And it's been in the, one of the number one sports there for so long, but even they're feeling the Netflix bump. Like it's, it's Definitely. really unfortunate. Yeah. Like you said, it, it is an elitist sport, but like, I mean in the nineties or even in the two thousands when Michael Schumacher was in his like reign of championship wins, I, I like you. We could have gone to the Indianapolis race, you know, if like if we were as passionate as we are back then, we could have easily gotten tickets. You know, it's like just so. I mean, yes, I understand price increases with popularity, but all these rich investors, these people that are putting all this money into Formula One, like. Like if they want to compete with like these sports like the NFL, the NHL, the NBA, it's not going to happen unless. And I don't, I don't know what the really the answer is either because you know there's only so many seating. But like even the people that pay all these, all this money, you know the amenities and all that shit is like garbage at every race. Like on the subreddit every weekend, it's always like I waited two hours to go to the bathroom and missed yeah. most of qualifying. Like it's like absolute it's nightmare it's like so. the only good experiences are you have to get like a corporate box yeah. or whatever and like so it just ends exactly. up being all business and corporate people like oh and like they're they're not even real fans they're just like someone's like oh we have business seats to this do you want to come and they're like oh yeah that'll be cool but the people that are the true fans like 
just are priced out of it. So, yeah, that's yep. it sucks. But on to Brazil. Brazil. Yep. Both of us, Brazil. one of our favorite races, one of our favorite tracks. It's pretty much always a good good race. Uh, obviously a great one last year for me. Um, but it is <laughs> it a was. sprint race. So we have another, our final sprint race of the year. Uh, so the times are... Friday practice 1, 10.30 a.m., and this is Eastern Standard Time. Qualifying 2 p.m. on Friday, so keep that in mind if you're at work. Um, and then Saturday practice 2, 10.30, Saturday sprint at 2.30 p.m., and then the race is Sunday at 1 p.m. So for those of us that like F1 and for football, you're going to have a bit of a tough choice. We've got a big Bills yeah. game this Sunday and an F1 race at, at 1, but it's Brazil, so... I'm going to have two TVs going. I'll have the volume on the F1. Uh, yeah, but big weekend. I, I, love the, I like the sprint race. I know there's mixed things. I but, will yeah. be working Saturday and Sunday, but I will be okay. wa- doing watching as much as I can during work and then watching the entire thing afterwards. <laughs> okay. I'm hopefully, I'm hopefully going to get someone to take my Saturday shift because I really want to watch the sprint race. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, I, I, sprint races are, they haven't been, I mean, there's sometimes there's, there's setting when like someone has to start from the back or there's like group penalties or people are actually willing to risk it. I'm hoping now that the championships are wrapped up, that people will kind of be willing to risk it a little bit more. One person that yeah. doesn't like it, perfect segue, is Max Verstappen, Max. Mr. Complainer, me, me, me. So his <laughs> uh, opinion on them is that uh, he doesn't like it. He says, for me, I don't enjoy the weekend format. I don't mind the one practice and straight into qualifying. That's probably better. I just don't like, there's no feeling with it. <laughs> all the time when I do these races, it's all about, oh, let's not damage it. Make sure you stay in the top three. And for me, that's not really a race. I think we should just stick to one race. I understand what the problem is with that. Um, on the surface, like, I guess, but I mean, <laughs> when you say, uh, oh, let's not damage it. Just make sure you stay in the top three. Like, you're literally the only person on the grid. Maybe, like, there's maybe only one or two people on the grid that can, like, that's not really what it is for pretty much anyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pretty cocky thing to right. say. Like, uh, I just, you know, I got to make sure I get in the top three. Like, that would be great for most people. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess, and, like, I personally, I don't really care if he doesn't have, like, if there's no feeling with it for him. Because as a TV viewer, it is better if you don't have to work on the Friday afternoon gives you three days of interesting things, qualifying sprint and race. For sure. Um, so I would tend to disagree with Max shocker, but uh, <laughs> yeah. What else did he say about it? Uh, basically everybody's super careful because if you're fighting for third and you have a little touch and you drop back to P whatever or last then your race on Sunday is going to be really tough. So you're probably not going to risk it. That's not what a race should be about. Um, so yeah, like that's kind of the main detractor of it. I can see his point, but Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that part like, I I understand. Yeah, but I guess like again, that's more relevant for the guys at the top of the grid, like the people that are at the back of the grid. Um, it is a good chance to make up some some places for the race, if especially if you're in a faster car. Like, if say Ferrari yeah. has a good penalty and Leclerc has to go back to the go back to P20 like Lewis did last year. Like, not to say he's going to come all the way through, but it would make it more exciting. Even if like Danny's still doing well and he can like have a good sprint race or something, I don't know. It makes it. Um, exciting somewhat yeah um, so yeah i like it personally sure. but i can definitely see it's not a perfect format i hope they're moving to six next year so hopefully they'll iron out the kinks i guess 
Um, yeah, I'm I'm low key, not super down for six. I think six is a little excessive. I think it takes sort of the specialness. I guess is how you can say it. It takes <laughs> it, it. It. I don't know. I just six is just too much for me. I think three is they're like surprises throughout the year. Like, oh, there's a sprint this weekend. Awesome. Six. It's yeah. like, you know, it's gonna seem a little too much. So. Yeah. I feel like three really was the the nice number, but six is six is a lot. I'm not gonna lie, but we'll see we'll see how it goes next year. But yeah. I mean, I'm never gonna complain to get more racing, but like, it's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna have to change the format up a bit. Like, give, they gave more points this year, but I think they're gonna have to incentivize it more. Like, I don't know how many more points they can give. Uh, yeah, because like no, then you're like, just moving like into a race territory, but like now. maybe. I don't know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. you get a p- certain points for a certain amount of overtakes or something. I don't know. There, there's There's got to be some format that they can do. I know F2 does, like, reverse grid, but I don't know if that works. Um, but <laughs> I like that shit. It would be so sick for the fans, but I don't know, like... No, then, they'll never do it. Yeah, it doesn't really give any... Inc- like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I like, I like where the points are at, I think... 10 you know for first and then so on and so forth i really like that i think where it was last year was it, it was it was embarrassing it, it was like completely pointless but we've talked about that but yeah yeah uh i don't know six i just pray to god that they never go past six because i think six <laughs> is literally probably the limit i know they're yeah. wanting to but no way no yeah, i completely agree um beyond yeah, the track not too much to say about the track like Really, really fun track. Like they've been driving here for years, so anyone that's watched uh, will pretty much know the track. Uh, we'll see lots oh, of Ayrton yeah. Senna stuff. Lewis just got hit, like he got named honorary citizen, but I think he received it today or whatever. I'm not giving the exact details right on that, but um, so congrats be, to him. It's yeah, amazing. So there'll be lots of uh, Lewis and Ayrton Senna stuff. I'm sure um, it'd be cool if he rocked like a Ayrton Senna helmet. I haven't seen what his helmet is yet this week, but. Uh, yeah, other than that, let's see, it's 71 laps, um, lap record Love 110, it. so yeah, the DRS here is really strong around, uh, like the first DRS we saw, like where Lewis and Max kind of had their battles, like the DRS is yes. huge pull, so that'll be really cool to see, uh, the weather, now the weather is going to make, could just throw everything into a spanner, I don't know if we're even going to get a race, but I'm praying we do, because um, usually Brazil, I don't know, they usually handle it a little bit better with the track conditions and stuff, but um, do you want to just go through the? I put it in the notes. Or you want to just read through the weather report for the weekend? Sure. Yes. Uh, this is from weather.com. Yeah. So Friday afternoon, they definitely are forecasting thunderstorms. It's going to be 28 degrees Celsius with a 56% chance of rain on Saturday. Temperatures drop to 25 degrees, and there's a chance of rain goes up from 56 to 81 percent uh thunderstorms are on the radar uh finally things don't look a lot better for the grand prix itself it's going to be 29 degrees and thunderstorms are going to linger all around the circuit on sunday so there's a high 70 percent chance of rain on sunday as well so yeah we're most likely going to get a wet practice or a wet sprint or a wet race one of those for sure so Let's hope the FIA actually have the balls to let these dudes race. So we'll see how that happens. I mean, if it's like a 
torrential downpour, then I'll understand. Yeah. Like uh, Daniel Ricardo actually mentioned on YMH uh, in his like brief twenty minute segment that the cars this year have like a lot worse spray uh, mm-hmm. when they're in the wet, apparently, according to him. So. Uh, I understand them being a little bit more cautious, but let's see some racing. Yeah, I think you said Suzuka was like the scariest race he's had. Yes. You couldn't see anything. You're just kind of going off the line you have in your brain. Um, mm-hmm. And that track is scary, like yeah, on dries. Tough. Yeah. It's a yeah, tough fucking so track. There's so many spots to spin out. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be interesting. I mean, yeah, I, we really, we really don't need another weekend where it's just hour-long delays and then like a 20 lap race like we, we don't need that there's only two races left let's get in if they have to like cancel the sprint race or whatever so be it but don't mess with the race on sunday we need a race even if it's wet yes as long as it's not just torrential and i guess they have to delay it if there's thunderstorms i would assume i'm not exactly sure how that goes uh yeah probably with all that machinery it would make sense um but yeah let's just kind of hope for the best on that one um in terms of who's going to actually win uh the betting odds are highly in max's favor like if you bet a hundred dollars and he won you'd only get back 144 or so 44 profit um but everyone else Damn. you'd make a good amount of money lewis is 6.5 to one uh charles seven to one so lewis is the second favorite and then perez 11 to one russell like 15 15 to one <laughs> signs 26 to one and then everyone after that is like a lottery pick uh so yeah, if anyone out there wow. is interested in betting on there, anyone other than Max, you can make some good money. Uh, Lewis obviously drives well at this track, and he has lots of incentive to win this week. Hopefully, yes, he does. Hopefully, this is the final of the week. So I only got two chances left. So I'm obviously going to put that as my prediction. Um, realistically, Max, but hey, you never know. Um, what do you think is going to happen this weekend, or what are you hoping to see happen this weekend in um, across the quality, the sprint, the race? I mean. Are you just hoping to see Max sweep all three, or do you want to see it kind of jumbled? Man, at this point, I just want to see somebody that's not Max win. (laughs) And I say that so endearingly. I love Max. So it needs to be someone else, though. We need some some more entertainment. (laughs) I mean, somebody, like, showed the uh, the wins since Benotto said – there's no reason Ferrari can't win the last 11 or 12 oh, races or whatever it was. And then it's just Max, Max, Perez, Max, 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 Max. It's like, get oh, fucking shit on <laughs> Benotto. Oh, like, that is that should be, that's Ferrari's <laughs> mantra, get yeah. shit on. But, yeah, that, it's, but it's about them. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it's definitely, definitely want a, a Lewis win. Because, uh, I mean... For this and Abu Dhabi, I mean, Max is, I feel like, almost certainly going to win uh, in Abu Dhabi, but it would be so awesome to see someone else win. I mean, it's literally only been three. Uh, has did Sign four. win? Signs, yeah. Signs, yeah, won. signs won. So, so f- there's literally so only been four winners, and even then, that's one. Yeah. One for Signs, two for Perez, mm-hmm. not many more for Leclerc. Yeah, it's been... <laughs> so, Complete domination for Max. Like, <laughs> yeah. Props to him, but it'd be nice to see, for Mercedes' Absolutely. sake. Like, they have been, you know, they would they put in obviously, when you're not at first, not in first place, you have a huge. Seems like a 
endless gap to climb. So they've have yeah. seemingly climbed that gap a little bit. It's hard to really say, but hopefully they can pay it off this weekend. Whether that comes with uh, Rebel making a mistake or uh, Mercedes just having the pace, but it seems like they either mess it up in qualifying or something happens in the race or. I don't know, but with all the rain this weekend that's forecast, um, it seems like we haven't had really one of those insane races where um, someone comes out of nowhere to win, like Alcon last year. Uh, so, yeah. hey, maybe that'll be, um, whether it's even if it's not Lewis, it would be kind of cool to see uh, someone randomly win. Maybe Mick Schumacher wins, and then Haas has to keep him next year. That would be pretty <laughs> sweet. Or Danny wins, and then just throws everything into a frenzy. I don't know. That's, I'm kind of hope, just hoping for something crazy. Uh, as much as I would love that, Lando's already said, yo, the McLaren is going to be awful this yeah. this weekend. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. <laughs> and if it was good, Lando needs to get his first win, and they would do team orders for sure if they were both in the mix. But uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. We would not get Monza. No. No, no. fucking way. No chance. Um, that's about it. Did you find that timestamp for my uh, prediction? Yes, it was, uh, I believe it was the last day of September that i posted it all right so about a month and a half almost a month a bit. all right not not too bad uh yeah pretty good nostradam merge that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god i'll, I'll work on that one <laughs> couldn't see that one coming <laughs> all right that, it well. took me, i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Whew. all right well uh, i guess that's a that might be a good note to end it on and i don't really have anything else just <laughs> Yeah, I don't either. That, again this yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, I don't know. One more question, I guess. I guess I could just check right here. But do you know off the top of your head, is Abu Dhabi next weekend or the weekend after? Uh, I can check I got it right really, here. really, November really quick. November 18th to 20th. So next weekend. Yeah. So we got back-to-backs, and oh, then we're it? done. Then we're going to have to back to back? go into off-season mode with all our new content and stuff that we're going to try. So we'll leave that oh, as God. a teaser. And uh, yes, yeah, back to backs. Let's hope it's a good finale. Wow. The one good thing about the the titles being done is no one has to race safe. Everyone can just go for it. So yeah, that's about all I got. Adrian, send us off. Yes, that's it. Thank you all so much for watching or for listening. We've had a big roadblock with our Facebook page. The Facebook does not believe that I am the person that I am. It for some reason thinks I'm a KGB agent that's pretending to be an American that's not actually me. So hopefully we'll have that up soon. Once we do, we'll start posting about it. And of course, uh, by next week, it'll be up and we'll bring it up again. And also in the off season, we're going to be doing, uh, we'll be posting like classic F1 clips. We're going to be recording, hopefully some races between me and RJ and the F1 game. And also we, I've been thinking about starting to stream some formula one, uh, along with some other games. So the thing about starting that, of course, we'll mention that once that is actually happening. Uh, but if I do start streaming F1, uh, we'll, of course, bring RJ into the mix uh, whenever he wants to. And then hopefully that will lead into some lot more content potential for this podcast. So stick around. Check us out on uh, Twitter. If Twitter's still around by the time this comes out, uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at HarderSoftF1. And we're on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast, HarderSoftF1 Podcast. Thank you all so much. See you next week.